everybody. Welcome to another special edition of Stick a Fork in It, the official podcast of Feeding Tampa Bay. My name is Ev Malcolm. I'm the show engineer. Um, we are rolling with the punches as the coronavirus situation uh, unfolds here in Florida. And uh, we wanted to do a bit of a check-in with some of our past guests who have been on the show. Um, they do have full episodes already live on our channels, on Spotify, on Apple Music, on Google Play Music. Um, you can go back and listen to those anytime, um, but we wanted to bring some of our guests back and see how they're doing during this um, emergency situation. So I'm here with our usual hosts, Shannon hannon Olivero and Matt Spence, and we are welcoming back uh, one of our first guests, Chef Rachel Bennett from the library. Uh, how are you doing today, Rachel? I'm good. It's very strange to be in my house in pajamas in the middle of the day, but here we are. It's so good to see you. Yeah, I actually see you guys on, too. I see you on Facebook. I try, yeah. So this, this is a new way to just interact with people, just FaceTime, Zoom. It's crazy. I feel right. like I'm in a Sims game. Yeah, I was We look like that, the Brady Bunch right now. Yeah. I was promised I wouldn't have to appear on video. I have a face for radio, so this is different. <laughs> Times they be a change in. Mm -hmm. um, so Rachel, so we kind of came up with this concept because we've recorded some shows. We're going to be right. promoting um, the fact that we uh, just probably about a month ago, we recorded yours over at what will be our third location for um, uh, Feeding Pinellas Trinity Cafe. And we just wanted to catch up with you because uh, we're going to be promoting it. We're launching it next right. Tuesday. And we're really excited about it. You answered a lot of questions um, that people may want to know, talked about some amazing things I didn't even know about you and and some of the things that you do in your life and we just we wanted to check in with you right now because obviously life has changed for us yes. I see we're friends on Facebook I see the amazing things that you're doing with your time to still help other people and encourage them so kind of tell us what's going on what are you doing now and what has happened up until now um okay so I'll just give you guys the full uh rundown of my life so on uh, Monday the 16th uh, I was getting ready to coach my orange theory classes. Everything was fine. You know, like the virus had just started to come out, but we were all just, you know, I think at that point, nobody really was taking it seriously. We right? were like, oh, it's just the flu. And I was like, oh, here we go. All my employees are going to start calling out. You know, that was like my mindset, just kind of nobody, I think, really um, was taking it as seriously, obviously, as we are now, which we should be. Um, and so I get this phone call from my culinary director, and he's like, be 911 call in an hour. And I'm like, Oh no. So to get all my classes covered, he tells me that we're shutting the restaurant down for two weeks that I need to go in there. We need to do an inventory, all this kind of stuff. Um, and it was just very surreal. We have had been through hurricanes. We've been through crazy times for this company for the last five or six years that I worked for them. And never once had we had to, I think we had to shut down one time for the big hurricane that came through Tampa and it was only like half a day. So I was like, wait, what? I mean, obviously it makes more sense, right? We're connected to a hospital. There's more, we're more high risk, not only for people that would come to eat there, but also for our employees. We wanted to make sure we were staying safe for them. Um, and just making this smart, responsible decision based off of what the statistics were telling us, what healthcare professionals were telling us, the news, that kind of stuff. So they really did make the right decision in the long run for the business and for also the safety and health of employees and patrons and all that kind of stuff. So it totally makes sense. Um, so we shut down on the 16th. It was our last day of uh, lunch service. And then 
After that, we had to uh, donate all of our perishable food items. So we cleared everything out. We gave as much stuff to the employees as we could. We donated a bunch of stuff. So now I have completely clear coolers, which is so strange. Um, and I actually, you know, have checked into the restaurant once before, a couple days after that, just making sure, you know, everything's still in place. And it's just a really surreal moment, kind of having that last moment of clarity as you turn the lights off and you walk out. And it was, you know, I think, and I can only speak for myself, when this all started kind of happening, right, your mind goes into a really different place, right? Is it a zombie apocalypse? Is it in the world? What's happening? So I kind of just had this moment of like, oh my God, what if we don't come back to this restaurant? Like, that's craziness. And then we got word that Orange Tree was shutting down. So I was like, great, now I'm out two jobs. What am I going to do? I'm just not a good person at sitting still. Um, so that being said, I did my best to sit still for about a week or so. And then I was like, okay, I got to do something. What do I got to do? And that's when I started figuring out, you know, luckily for me, I have fitness and health being one of my passions as well. So I've really kind of just taken upon myself to do online videos, online workouts, um, small groups, obviously practicing social distancing, going out there and just kind of getting people moving and trying to help people understand what this new normal is going to be for us a little bit. I think everyone's kind of nervous being so off of a structure and a routine, what that's going to do to the world. So, you know, you're just going to do your part and, and kind of take a breath and settle down a little bit. Right. Breathe. Exhale. It's going yeah. to be light and we're going to see you at the library. I know again, very soon. Mm -hmm. Um, Matt, what are your thoughts? So it's been really interesting for us too because as everybody else has had to slow down, we've had to ramp up. Yeah. Um, we've been, uh, you know, in demand more than ever. We've been really concerned about a couple different populations. You know, the seniors that we serve who are now kind of confined to their homes in a lot of ways. Shannon, you and I were out there this morning uh, doing some of our senior grocery delivery. And uh, just seeing some smiling faces was really, really nice. Um, we really ramped up our work around child feeding, uh, added some break spot sites where kids can come get meals. Uh, Trinity Cafe, which we've you know talked about repeatedly on this podcast, we really ramped up the work there. And so if Rachel has a, a cooking itch she needs to scratch, maybe we can just send her over to Trinity for a day or two. Hey, listen, I might need that. I might be giving you a call. If I make one more fancy thing, I mean, it's pathetic. I made like black garlic aioli last night. And I was like, this is every chef in America using their mortar and pestle. It's been on display for a year. So um, Rachel, you mentioned that um, you had to donate a lot of the food that wouldn't keep uh, from your kitchen. And we've had a few locations like Bush Gardens um, donate, you know, those kinds of foods to us so that they wouldn't go to waste. So what was the process like of, you know, choosing what food to give out and where to send it and that kind of thing? Um, you know, what, what was that like? Yeah. So, again, you know, I said we did a lot of donations for our employees, first and foremost, just making sure they could take whatever they wanted. Obviously, we had some stuff that just wasn't going to transport well, a lot of like prep food items already, you know, because we do make so much stuff in-house. We froze as much stuff as that I would feel comfortable serving after being frozen. And then my brother-in-law actually owns a really big, um, like, entertainment company. They do, like, all the concerts and stuff for Curtis Hickson, all that kind of stuff. Now, a lot of those people, you have to remember, they work, like, by day, right? Like, I'll make 60 bucks because I lifted this forklift by day. And so he kind of asked me when I told him that I were doing this. He was like, listen, anything that you have left over, I'll take it. Because I have six, seven, eight families. You know, a lot of them 
having to do that work, right. Where you just make a hundred bucks a day or whatever. And then, right. you know, not having big events, how are these people going to eat? So it would make me feel good that I was able to help whole families. Um, and it was like stuff like potatoes and like spinach, you know, things like that. Um, you know, milk, eggs, dairy, things just, you know, that after my employees got what they needed, it was just nice. To, I didn't have to throw one single thing away. So it was really nice to see, that kind of stuff being put to good use because a lot of it was everything that we gave to them was you know stuff i couldn't give to you know um, like metropolitan ministry stuff because it was prepped items right you know so it was just nice to see you know five gallons of tomato confit be able to <laughs> be given away for people and my sister is still is like what do i what is this i'm like this is that's time that's <laughs> time yeah here we've been uh the recipient of a lot of those types of gifts and because we have the opportunity to both distribute directly to the community and to put it into our trinity cafe rotation we've been able to utilize all sorts of donations trinity cafe is still pumping out uh in, on a normal day they were doing 450 meals now they're doing over 2,000 meals a day and we're taking that and sending it out into the community um we've been able to deliver to senior living facilities and and all sorts of other places where the need is great and the ability to create their own meal is, is really challenging so you know i i love what chef rachel did with her donations and i think there's all sorts of ways that people are finding to help one another which is awesome um, and i just wanted to let everybody know that you know if you own a restaurant you have a, a backstock of food that you can get rid of or need to get rid of feeding Tampa Bay is taking those donations and turning it into really good stuff right now. That's awesome. Are you guys taking prepped food items as well? We are. Yeah. We are? We are. We are. Because Trinity Cafe obviously can put it to great use. So okay. uh, with That's good to know because there's a couple things, right? Because I just assumed they told us, oh, we'll be back in two weeks. And so there was some stuff that I know would hold. And so I left it in there, but now if I'm not going to be able to use it, I'd love to give whatever we have left. That's going to be able to still hold to you guys. We would love to have it. And we'd also love for you to consider if you uh, would love to come over and volunteer with us, come on over. Just let yeah, us know. I'll have lots of time away. <laughs> We'd love to have you come hang out. Yeah. So um, we thank you so much for uh, engaging with us again, helping us launch uh, this kind of new platform right. uh, stick a fork in it and uh, we just want to tell everybody right to stay safe uh respect the distance and uh let's uh have a what is it covid what is it 19 out is the new hashtag right oh, okay. so, uh, yeah COVID <laughs> right. out. So, awesome thank you guys for having me out. thank you so much and stay safe guys You can learn more about Feeding Tampa Bay and how to join the movement at feedingtampabay.org. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and YouTube at Feeding Tampa Bay.